rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. It is August 3rd. Just like that, we're in August. Where did the summer go? You probably spent it inside, locked up, quarantined, cooped up with the mask on, under the blankets, having wine in your PJs. If you listen to this show, you probably did. We are Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And today we have a very special interview. we got a very strong week ahead of us, so we're starting it off in a very motivated fashion. We have Miss Illinois for USA, Monica Platonker. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) All claps are live until we get the clap button. All right. And then we have my co-host, Christine, as well. Good morning. I think we're going to start calling these Casey in the morning. We'll we'll have to finalize that and make sure it's good. Uh, So the weekend was great. You may have seen Michael Rawls playing bluegrass and country at McCarty Mills. And that was a fantastic show that was yesterday. They had barbecue out there. Uh, Shout out to Blueberry Barbecue. It was Absolutely cool to see the whole crew outside having a good time, listening to some music in a nice, productive, socially distanced fashion. Also, want to give a special shout out to our friends, Viso Arts. Be aware that, um, excuse me, Friday, August 7th, which is the first Friday of this month, from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Gallery 1904, 1 East Benton in Aurora, Viso Arts is having Beyond the Walls, an exhibition of graffiti, street art, and beyond. A lot of featured artists, so shout-outs to our friend Stealth Art, Fisk Creations, Devin the Artist, Sam Cervantes. There will be an after-party for the event at McCarty Mills on River Street, right across the street from the Aurora Public Library. And McCarty Mills will be donating 20% of their proceeds, of their profit, excuse me, to the 501c3 Viso Arts. So shout-out to Viso Arts and our friends at McCarty Mills. Peace of Art Camp, Thursday, August 13th, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Peace House in Aurora. This is going to be great and hosted by our friend Jen Ingram of Jen Ingram Art. We will post um, the pertinent details for this on Facebook and Instagram as well so that you guys can check that out. Third Annual Dedicated Sons LEMC Charity Ride, benefiting Operation Warrior Wishes. That's August 15th, 2020. Well, duh, because we're in 2020. I'm just reading it, so that's what it said. Um, Registration is at 10 o'clock a.m. at the Aurora Tap House, 134 West Downer Place. Kickstands go up at 11 o'clock a.m. So we have the planned stops for you guys. Stops are the Pub at Maple Park, Tin Roof Tavern, Roadhouse Country Bar and Grill, and Aurora Tap House for a cookout at approximately 5.15 p.m. For more information, please contact dedicatedsons at gmail.com. First Friday Jam, Rogue and Fat Boy at the Aurora Tap House, August 7th at 9 o'clock p.m. Please tune in for that. Again, Aurora Tap House at the corner of Lake and Downer. It's right next door to us. Hi. And we want to say a special thank you to our friend Grant Millerin for shouting us out at his last performance on the patio at Ballydoyle. It was great. He has a brand new lineup. August 15th, he is at Long Grove Live and the 16th, Cork Wine Bar in Long Grove, Illinois. August 19th, The Foxtail, Downers Grove, Illinois. August 25th, The Boathouse in Lake Geneva. And August 27th, Element Art Viridian in Schaumburg, 
Illinois. Okay, and last but not least, I want to say that, uh, excuse me, I want to give another shout out to the Aurora Public Library for all that they do and all that they've done over the period of COVID with their virtual programming and all the initiatives that they've taken online. They've been very cool. Uh, please subscribe and follow the Aurora Public Library. The next schedule of events that they have is Comic, excuse me, Cape Con, which is uh, celebrating comic books and superheroes and the like from August 10th through August 15th. This schedule as well has been posted. We'll make sure to repost it continuously so you guys know what is going on. Space is limited. Register now at aurorapubliclibrary.org slash events. Okay. And one more thing. Marie Wilkinson's August 15th, August 30th. You've seen us post that flyer. Please take part in the Garden Harvest Weekends Food Pantry Fundraiser. We will make sure to shout that out until... You go there. That's what we'll do. And lunch and dinner menu is by Chef Anthony Gargano, owner, excuse me, owner of Osteria Bigolaro. Man, my Italian is great. All right. <laughs> so now that we've done the news, we are going to get into our interview with Ms. Patanker and talk about all things uh, Aurora, life, her success, her career, and her story. And my uh, friend and co-host, is going to kick it off. Christine. Yeah. I wish we had video this morning because if you could really see her, she's just a adorable. You're a beautiful young woman. She's got her sash on. You're going to have to wait for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> for this one, for sure. So welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I, I'm just so excited to dress up this morning. I think with quarantine, we've all been living in our pajamas and our um, leggings and just yeah. comfy same, clothes. Same. So I was just so excited to dress up in a cute outfit today to be yeah. here as a guest on your show. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Well, welcome. And again, this is Monica Pottenkar. Pottenkar, yes. Pottenkar, Miss Illinois for America. Yes. So Very tell nice. us about a little bit about you. Like Absolutely. Where did you grow up? Where are you from? Where did you go to school? Well, my name is Monica Pottenkar. I'm an Indian-American woman. I'm an attorney and partner of my own law practice, and I'm the reigning Miss Illinois for America. Hey. I grew up in the Naperville area, and I attended um, Naperville North High School, graduated from there and then I went to um, undergrad at Loyola University in Chicago and then I went to my dream law school which was the University of Notre Dame Shout out to go Notre Irish Dame. go right. fighting Irish and after that I actually went back to school and got my master's degree in tax law at Washington University in St. Louis Wow <laughs> that is amazing you've done just so many uh, great things Tell us more about now Miss Illinois. What yes. are you doing with that? What type of events and activities? Absolutely. So I am doing so many different things with that. I've done, I think, nearly um, uh, over 100 appearances. I have been anywhere. I've been everywhere. If you follow me on Instagram, you have probably seen everything that I've been up to. But one of my main focuses was really being a resource for different community organizations that didn't have a voice of their own. And I think by me being invited to their events and appearing at their events, it really gives a lot of awareness for the organization's mission and cause. So I've done so many different appearances, not only in Aurora, but all over the state of Illinois. That's amazing. Just Thank you. So tell us a little bit, this is Curtis's question, mm -hmm. but tell us about the impact your dad had on your life. Oh my goodness. Uh, my parents have both had a tremendous impact on my life. Uh, my both, uh, both my parents came to this country um, to pursue a better life and to pursue higher education. 
Uh, my dad immigrated from India um, to get a PhD from the University of Texas. So he was the first member of my family to um, come to the United States and, and live here and uh, pursue a graduate degree. So um, he went back to India, met my mom. They got married, both moved back to, um, both moved to the Chicago area. And then my brother and I were both born here. Uh, my dad has always taught my brother and I uh, the importance of education. Um, my dad was the first member of his family to get a college degree. So if you look back one uh, generation before, my dad's father um, was actually a professional actor. So he spent um, all of his time, he would travel uh, with his acting troupe all over um, different parts of India, putting on these plays. So my dad took a completely different course. <laughs> my dad is an academic. He's super, super smart. And he was invited um, by the University of Texas to come to the United States and get a PhD. So he kind of changed the course of, of, of the life for our entire family. Um, so my parents and my father have always instilled in us um, to, go, to go for your dreams, to work hard, and to always know that an education and a good education will take you very far in life. It does. Yes, it, it, does. it really does. Mm -hmm. And my question would be, yes. what impact or how has your mom inspired or empowered you as a woman today? My mom is an amazing person. She's here in the studio with me right now. Hi, mom. <laughs> taking taking pictures like She's a good mom. Pictures. Um, she has been on this journey with me since day one. And when I decided to do this competition, you know, I ran this decision by her. I said, mom, you know, there's this opportunity to compete for this title. What do you think? Do you think I should do it? And she said, you know, I know you've wanted to do this for a long time. You're an attorney. You have your own practice. She said, go for your dreams. I support you 100%. And she's really done that throughout my life. She has really been the backbone of my success. And um, just a very strong person, really strong member of our family, and just lifts everyone up. And I think the importance that she has um, in my life, just empowering me as a woman, is that she is such an empowered woman herself. She has a PhD in genetics as well, super smart, uh, worked for a Fortune 500 company for a number of years, and today she actually works at our law firm. So I have a law firm in Aurora. Um, I'm the partner of my own law practice, Piconi and Pattenkar PC. I work with my brother, who's also in the studio today, Amea Pattenkar. Hi, shout out to the brothers in the background. <laughs> and also um, my other partner, Gary Piconi, who's not here. So it's the three of us all day and my mom. So it's amazing to have my family working with me. And my mom is actually um, a very hardworking woman. She, you know, every single day working so hard for our family. She is um, the first person in her family to get a PhD. And I think she's not, not only inspired me, but she's inspired so many other women to just go for it, to pursue your dreams, and to do something outside the box. That's great. That is awesome. Um, so let's talk Notre Dame law. Yes. You, your face lit up. <laughs> we do need to have video because the audience cannot see how you lit up when you spoke about um, Notre Dame. Uh, reflect a little bit on your time there. What did you, what did you leave Notre Dame Law School with? Well... Notre Dame was an amazing experience. Um, I obviously went to undergrad at Loyola University in Chicago, so I had that whole city experience, you know, living in an urban environment. And then I went to South Bend, which is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> very smaller town, very different environment. Um, living in South Bend, the entire city is really just so excited about the campus and the community of the University of Notre Dame. So even if you're not a student there, 
everyone's a football fan. Everyone right. loves being on campus. And if you've never been to the Notre Dame campus, it's only 90 minutes from this area. So take a drive down there. You'll be socially distanced. Take in the view. Yeah. It's just beautiful and amazing. But that university is so supportive of their students. They are encouraging. They are you know, determined to help you succeed. And the alumni network is really amazing even today. So there are so many different judges and different attorneys that I meet in court. And when they hear that, you know, I went to Notre Dame, they're like, oh, I went there too. And we share our experiences and we share um, our time that we spent on campus. And it just, it's such an amazing memory, very powerful memory. Very cool. Uh, And now here we are in Aurora. Yes. Um, What do you, what to you, uh, in your opinion, what's Aurora's strengths? Aurora's strengths is really allowing yourself to um, help out in a community that has so many different vibrant communities. Um, As an Indian American woman, there is a big presence of the Indian American community here in Aurora. So um, last year, I was able to participate in the city of Aurora Diwali night. Um, If any of you have ever been there, it's amazing. Um, Almost a thousand people attend this annual um, event. And there are dances, there's music, there's celebrations. It's attended by mayors of different communities, obviously the Aurora mayor, the Naperville mayor, different politicians, different figures. um, And there's dancing and there's celebration and it's just amazing and it's amazing that a community like aurora celebrates the contributions of indian americans and the interesting thing that i saw when i was there last year is that it was attended by everybody it wasn't just indian americans who were there in the audience it it was everyone just enjoying enjoying the celebration of of diwali so i was actually honored to light a lamp for the beginning of the ceremony. So I wore my traditional Indian outfit, this beautiful pink outfit, completely, uh, very authentically Indian, you know, wore my sash and my crown. And I was invited by the Aurora um, IAOCV organization to light the dia on the stage. So with the lighting of the lamp, that's kind of just a way to welcome everyone to something in our Indian culture. I saw pictures of it, and you're right. It was well attended. Very well attended. It was well a attended. multicultural event. Where was it held at? It was held at Matia Valley High School. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, uh, in the pictures, I didn't recognize where it was, but it was big. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful, and everyone really put a lot of time and energy into making it so amazing. And the other great thing that happened that night is that I was awarded the 2019 Cultural Champion Award for... We don't got the clap button. (laughs) We'll get a live clap for that. Live claps. So I was awarded that by uh, Mayor Irvin and the Indian American um, Cultural Advisory Board for my contributions um, as Miss Illinois for America and also as an individual um, highlighting the different organizations that have a cultural focus. So that was a really exciting award to win. I had done so many different appearances um, that were centered around uh, promoting cultural diversity. So winning that award and receiving um, that recognition just was very, very important to me. You're a good community leader. Thank you so much. Um, you. you know, for the for the listeners, we've been Instagram friends for a long time. <laughs> I've seen you. You are you are on the ground doing things consistently. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, advocating, adding your voice, like being there with people, and that really goes a long way. Like we spoke in our brief conversation, like that goes such a long way when people can actually see uh, community leaders and figures with people you know, on the ground helping them. That really means a lot. 
Um, so I've done actually like seven other appearances with um, the Aurora Food Pantry. So um, the Aurora Food Pantry has kind of adopted me <laughs> as their spokeswoman. You're in it almost every post. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so over the past year, I've done seven different um, events with them, you know, lending my voice to their organization. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest events I did with them was the Fill a Cart Radiothon, which usually happens every summer. Mm -hmm. um, this summer has been a little different with COVID and quarantine and everything happening. Yes. Um, but that is a great event that raises a lot of money for the food pantry. And it's just amazing what that pantry does for this community, how yes. many people they serve. Yeah. Shout out to the food pantry and our friend Kat Batista. Mm -hmm. yep. So one of the most um, memorable appearances I had with the food pantry is when I dressed up as Mrs. Claus last December. So um, there was a, it was a celebrity Santa meet and greet. So I was invited to play Mrs. Claus. I literally wore, you know, the a cute red dress and I had a little um, caplet with uh, white caplet and it was so amazing to see all the children there mm -hmm. you know they were just so excited to meet Santa and take pictures and just celebrate the holidays that's nice um, so the time is now 8 26 a.m. you're listening to Good Morning Aurora the second largest city's first daily news podcast and we are on the air with Monica Pattenker am I saying it right yes okay I know I massacred it the first time <laughs> it's okay <laughs> <laughs> that's um, okay and you know, a, oh huh? go ahead no, my bad, my bad. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned all those things about her, and too, she's very relatable. We didn't know each other until this morning, mm -hmm. and you're just so easy to talk to, so it's, it's so great to see you being the representative and the champion for so many organizations in this culturally diverse community, because yep. I yep. think we all just realize good people, and those are the people that stand out to us. Thank so. you so much. And I think it really helps um, being an attorney. Um, you know, I have my own law practice in Aurora. We're at 1700 North Farnsworth, Suite 28, Aurora, Illinois. Shout and out. <laughs> shout out to Piconi and Pat and Car PC. <laughs> and, you know, our clients come from this community. They are real people with real problems. So when they come to us, you know, they're really searching for help. They're looking for answers. And now um, being an attorney for several years, when they come to me and they have a problem, I'm able to understand their facts and then give them my opinion. But a lot of the law that people don't understand is that you have to relate to people because law is obviously the law that you read in textbooks, but a lot of it is how you relate to people, how you understand their story, and um, how much heart you have to care for what they're going through. Absolutely. So having that background as an attorney has helped me in this role as Miss Illinois for America. Very cool. Um, now, let's talk the Indian American Cultural Advisory Board. Is that, uh, that's the correct? Yes, it's the Indian American Community Outreach Advisory Board. Community Outreach Advisory yes. Board. Okay, um, tell us about your role in there. How you know how it started and. Well, um, the city of Aurora has a very large Indian population, and um, they believe that there needed to be an organization in order to promote the voice of the Indian Americans living in this community. So they produce a lot of different events and are participants in a lot of different um, community activities. Yep. So last year. Um, they were a part of the city of Aurora's 4th of July parade. I remember that. So I was actually on a float <laughs> in that parade. I was waving. It was probably 100 degrees that day. Um, and we were all, um, you know, everyone was dressed up in Indian outfits, and they were playing, um, you know, traditional Indian music and kind of dancing because that's what our culture represents. It represents, you know, dancing and, and just joyousness. And they really brought that to the, the 4th of July parade. Yeah. Uh, another big event that they have is obviously the city of Aurora uh, Diwali night, right. which is every um, fall. This year, Diwali, I think, will be in November. I don't know what they're planning right now for Diwali night. It might be virtual, just be with um, COVID and everything happening. Right. 
But there is a very large Indian American presence, um, not only in Aurora, but also in Naperville as well. And, you know, growing up um, in this area, there weren't a lot of Indian Americans. Um, the, the demographics have really changed. So when I was growing up, I was probably the, one of the only Indian American kids in my class. So, you know, my last name was super long. My family spoke a different language at home. So I, I didn't feel that I could really um, tell everyone my story, hmm. you know. So I think there's such a difference now today. You know, you drive down the street, there's Indian restaurants. Right. Everyone knows what Bollywood is. Right. That wasn't there several years ago. So it's amazing to have this organization that really promotes diversity mm -hmm. and promotes the Indian American culture. And I think that Aurora is an amazing community because there are so many different cultures represented. Right. Um, last year, I was also invited uh, by the Puerto Rican Cultural Council to be a part of their activities. And that was amazing um, to be a guest speaker for them, to go in front of the crowd of the thousand people that had gathered there and talk about my story. And they were very excited to have me because I'm very ingrained in this community. That's very cool. Um, so let's talk food. My favorite topic. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, for the for the listeners, where are um, restaurants that you uh, favorite that you like? Well, in Naperville, I love going to Indian Harvest. Okay. Um, I love Indian food. Um, I also love going to Bally Doyle right here down the street. Oh, um, yeah. Gillerson Scrubbery. Mm -hmm. um, those are some of my local favorites. And okay. my all-time favorite is probably Maggiano's. Oh yes, Good <laughs> I love place. I love their chocolate cake. So I think every year on my birthday, I get a piece of their chocolate cake. Oh man, if anybody's listening, try their. Um, Try their pasta fagiole. Everything's good. I mean, the water is really good. It's great. It's great. Um, now, I'm interested to know. So you support uh, not only the um, food pantry, but you also support other local business owners and shops, things like that. Who are some uh, businesses that you'd like to shout out or people doing um, initiatives yeah. at the moment? Because you uh, you came to support other other folks in the city. I did. So I am wearing these beautiful earrings by Common Mission Women. They are handmade, locally made by a local designer. Um, they are kind of neutral with a little bit of sparkle. But if you follow her on Instagram at Common Mission Women, you'll see all the different styles that she has. And she can really custom make them to whatever your heart fancies. And many of her products are sold over at Wickwood House down the street. Shout right out here. to Wickwood House. They just had the two-year party um, Friday. Friday, the two-year anniversary party. The two-year anniversary party, party yeah. Yeah. And she donates a portion of her proceeds to community organizations that help women in, meet, women in need. So that's really amazing. So please follow her on um, Instagram at, at Common Mission Women. And this amazing dress that I'm wearing by Nanette Lapore is from Boutique Repeat, which is in Aurora, right on the corner of New York Street and Eola. So ladies and gentlemen, if you like designer clothes at affordable prices, check them out. Mm -hmm. They would love to see you. They have something for everybody, casual to dressy, purses, housewares, everything. Check them out. <laughs> nice. Very cool. I, I like this because she's giving me all the shopping tips and then right. where to find them. <laughs> and that's been really hard, like I said, during quarantine. If you, if you love fashion, you love you know dressing up, you kind of miss that. You know, so I was just so excited to dress up today and come here. <laughs> we had this conversation the other day. Yes, it was probably about last week because yes, I we said, did. you know what? I said, I'm so used to just wearing shorts and a, like a tank top. I said, I'm not getting dressed up for work anymore because I don't have to go into the office. Everything is remote. But it makes such a difference to get up and just about how you feel, um, you know, mental wellness, you know, again, you know, physical wellness and just, you know, showing up every day like you would instead of just being shut in 
you know how we've been these last few months. Absolutely. So that's it's truly made a, it does a positive give you impact. A sense of normalcy. Again. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, people talk about you know going back to things, and you know I kind of like change is good. So I kind of like the uh, some sense of normalcy, but I do like the ability to make to make new things. Um, let's talk if we can about some of what Aurora or your opinion of uh, where do you think Aurora will be in the next five to ten years? Well, if you look at all the development going on going on in downtown Aurora, right. it is it is on its way to becoming you know the place that everyone wants to go to on the weekend. Right. I think you know my law firm is celebrating their six year anniversary uh, next month. Congratulations! And even during those six years, downtown Aurora has changed so much. You know this little retail area that we have here. You know people say, oh, after work, let's go get dinner in downtown Aurora. So it's it's really up and coming. I think that there's right. so many new shops and restaurants and everything being built that people are attracted to this community and it's just going to keep growing and growing what about you does the listener not yet know what about me also shout out to downtown aurora <laughs> yes yes we can shout out downtown aurora for sure the bridge well, being built across the uh, <laughs> i saw that i can't tell you that i've had two full-time jobs <laughs> for the past <laughs> year um so i am a full-time attorney i practice um, tax law estate planning real estate um, purchase and sales and family law and also in conjunction with all of that i've been doing appearances all over the place so what you may not know about me is i have a very very full day <laughs> It sounds like you have a very full life. Yeah, yeah. So prior to COVID, I was literally, you know, getting up in the morning, going to court, coming back to my office, meeting clients. After all that was over, I would get ready, change, go to an appearance, and then that could last several hours into the evening. And my mom has really been there for me every step of the way. I mean, she comes to most of my appearances because you may not know it's a two-person job. You know, she carries my crown. She helps me out. I'm wearing heels. <laughs> so she's really there to help me get through everything. Um, and... Fortunately, I was recognized by my colleagues and my peers, and I was recently awarded the 2020 Kane County Bar Association Community Service Award. Congratulations! So thank on you that. so much. Yep. So that was a huge honor. A couple of years ago, Mayor Irvin, um, the City of Aurora Mayor, was actually awarded that honor. So to be awarded that honor by my peers and my colleagues at the Kane County Bar Association and fellow attorneys, it was it's it's truly an honor to be recognized in that in that role. Were you playing golf with him recently on the? Uh... I didn't play golf. I'm not good at golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a skill I need Me to either. improve upon. Um, but I'm just trying to, you know, stay socially distant right now and, course, and trying yeah. to do everything I can. Very cool. Very Thank cool. You. And did I see that you were a dancer? Or you did I am. do some dancing. Okay. So I love to do Bollywood dance and um, Indian cultural dancing. So prior to winning my title, I was literally at a dance festival every single weekend, and these dance festivals are very tiring so it's not just showing up and dancing it's it's wearing a traditional indian outfit which takes nearly an hour to get ready for so i'm wearing head-to-toe jewelry an authentic indian outfit then i go to um, the festival and i perform lavani dance which is a traditional dance from the state of maharashtra in india or a variation of some type of bollywood dance and it is just so fun and anyone who has ever seen um, Bollywood dance or Indian dance live, you'll you'll notice how energetic it is and how lively it is. So I've still been doing that um, during 
um, holding this title. But now, you know, because of COVID and everything going on, those opportunities are kind of limited with dancing outside. Yeah. But that's one thing I love doing in the summer is going to the different festivals and dancing at different community events. Um, Naperville has a huge event. They have a, a cultural festival every summer where different organizations come and dance. And the Morton Arboretum actually has an amazing Destination Asia Festival. So Wonderful I was able place. to, yeah, I was able to be a part of that the last several years and ended up on ABC News. So... <laughs> Very nice. That was really amazing. Wow. Morton Arboretum's good place. Yeah, you're talking about your mom. I'm like, she's a dance mom. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> she's a dance mom. She's an amazing mom. My parents are really amazing. My father is actually a teacher at the Illinois Math and Science Academy. Oh, shout and out to IMSA. <laughs> yes. So he, too, um, worked in... Um, worked for a fortune 500 company for many many years and then said you know my heart isn't teaching i want to go back to um, teaching and i want to give back to my community by being a teacher so he he works in aurora as well and the three of us work in aurora as well so this entire family works in aurora <laughs> we're very much ingrained in this community and it's just an amazing place um, to work and to be a part of all the activities that are going on it is just, there's a lot going on a lot to be involved with now, um, any plans for any uh, TV, movies? Uh, when are we going to see you on the, you know, <laughs> uh, when are, when are we going to get popcorn and go watch on the big screen? Well, you know, it's kind of hard for the film industry right now. Everything's kind of on hold right. uh, because of COVID. But recently I was in an ad for uh, VNA Hospital. Um, you might recognize me. I played a doctor in that commercial. And my, my brother was in that commercial as well. You were in it too? Yeah. Her brother's in the studio. We told you guys that already. He's like yeah, way back. She okay. put him way back in the corner. Oh, like, <laughs> so we're, we're lawyers like by day. We're actors by day, by night. Um, cool. But it's amazing. I love acting. It is, um, it's an amazing way to just be someone else. You know, during the day, I'm a lawyer. And when I get a script, I'm somebody else. What's the toughest thing about acting? I don't think anyone realizes how much work it takes. You know, just a one-minute commercial takes hundreds of hours not only for the, the talent that's acting in it but for everyone else that's involved as well hmm. so just memorizing a script that's two pages can take a really really long time because it's not about just reading the words on the page it's about conveying that emotion and really being that character um, one film that I'm really excited about um, coming out that I had a part in was Lives on the Line it's actually a movie about veterans and it's in post-production right now and I play a therapist in that film and Very I'm really cool. excited to see how it turned out um, but my goal would be to be on a TV show. So yeah. we'll see. The sky's the limit, right? Yeah. <laughs> As a Navy veteran, I have to say thank you for all the times that you've advocated for, been there, and, and showed up for veterans, um, veteran initiatives. Very Absolutely. nice. Appreciate that. Absolutely. And, and that's what you can do as a, as a public figure. I think you have to lend your voice to those organizations that, that need someone to right. spread their message. And I'm so happy to do that in this role. Right. You know, I'm working on acting, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either until this morning. Oh, okay. mirror, like, oh. He just made that decision. <laughs> okay, it's a split second just decision. decision. <laughs> you know, and a lot of the things that I've done um, have been, you know, fashion focused too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love fashion, so I actually got to go to New York Fashion Week, um, both in the fall of last year and then the spring. Luckily, I did get to go to New York in February because everything shut down soon after yes. that. So that was just amazing being there um, and, and witnessing the energy of New York Fashion Week. That was amazing. Had you been to New York before that? I'd been to New York several times, but okay. not, not in this capacity right. of, of attending a fashion show and just seeing the energy of the city. It's seeing it live, the seeing lights, live. the people. Mm -hmm. I was also fashion. able to be a special guest um, at the Hyatt Magazine um, Multicultural Gala last year. So I... 
um, a local designer made me this amazing couture gown that I was able to model on the runway and just give a voice to her. She's an amazing up and coming designer. So in that Aurora, was or was it? No, she's um, it was in Oak Brook. Okay. Yeah, at the okay. Drury Lane Theater. Ah, good um, place. And then I did um, a fashion show for um, the benefit of St. Jude Children's Hospital. It was a celebrity red carpet, um, again, not judge, but attendee. So that was pretty amazing. So a lot of the things have been that I've done have been very, very vast and different. You know, a lot of the times invi I'm invited to an event to give a speech, which requires some research on that topic. Um, so I was invited last year um, by an organization to talk about the importance of Mahatma Gandhi and his wife, Kasturba Gandhi. And it was the 150th birth anniversary um, of Gandhi, oh, so that was that was really amazing. And that was the same day of, as the city of Aurora um, Diwali night. Very cool. So that was an amazing opportunity to talk about the contributions of women today and the contributions of Gandhi's wife to everything that they stood for and stand for today. Look, you've mentioned so much about how your family has inspired you. What other people locally, you know, have inspired you? I've had some amazing mentors in my life. Um, as you know, I started my law firm six years ago, and when I was really deciding you know, where to go with my career, I was an associate attorney. Um, I really needed a change. And um, my peers, my, my female colleagues of, of the bar, recognized that I needed a change. And they actually, several of them invited me to coffee and just sat down with me and said, hey, you know, we know you could do a lot more with your career. Why don't you start your own law practice? You know, so. I had um, amazing female mentors that I still reach out to today. You know, whenever there's something that I need help on or clarification on or just I need someone to hear what I have to say, I pick up the phone. I have an um, amazing group of women that I can lean on and call, and, and we lift each other up. And I think that's really important as a women entrepreneur. I think it's very easy to get discouraged and, and you know, think to yourself, I, I can't do this, you know. But you really have to listen to your heart, know that you're capable of doing it, and listen to the mentors around you that really give you a lot of tips to, to go ahead. Yeah, and you have forward. to ask for help. Because you have a to lot ask of times, help. yeah, people don't know that, you know, you need some advice absolutely. or, you know, something with that. Yeah. And my family was absolutely instrumental to that decision as well. You know, when I was trying to decide what to do, you know, I didn't know if I should switch law firms or, or what I was doing. And my parents really said, well, just start your own law firm. <laughs> there you I go. Like, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to start my own law practice. And, you know, they really inspired me along with the other mentors that I had to just go for it. And I think for a lot of women, it's just that step, you know, that they have to take to just be their own independent person and be a female entrepreneur. You just have to go for it. Women are very resilient. Women are very resourceful. Women are very smart. And you just have to believe in yourself that you can do it. Excellent. Um, no, I, I completely agree with that. I... Um I'm always of the opinion that you should, if you're, if you're going to sleep thinking about it, and you're waking up thinking about it, and you're working your job but you're thinking about it, you should be pursuing it if you're not already. You know, Absolutely. like you should definitely like chase your dreams Absolutely. and your goals and your aspirations. Absolutely. And I can't say it's easy. It's a lot of hard work. Right. And I'm really lucky to have my family. Um, it was very, very, it's very challenging to do it all. You know, being an actress and being the title of Miss Illinois for America and, and being an attorney, but the amazing support I have for my family is priceless. They are with me every step of the way. Uh, my brother and I help each other out all the time. Uh, my mom is there for us every step of the way as well, and it's just amazing to have a supportive family. I'm very lucky. Now, as Miss Illinois, do you have to, um, it's like a battle, right? You got to contend against other people. 
How does it? I did. So I competed at the national competition okay, right. yeah, last summer. Um, so I made the top 15 out of all the women who were competing from every state. So that was a really amazing accomplishment. There were just so many amazing women um, from all different, all different backgrounds. I was the only Indian American woman in the competition. I was the only attorney. And I was just so proud to represent the state of Illinois. Very I'm just so happy and humbled to be in this role. And how are they adjusting? With, it, with everything, with, you know, just appearances? Oh, it's been hard. Um, like I said, I was doing an appearance almost every other day. So I was used to that, you know, very intense life, <laughs> getting ready and going out and giving speeches and doing all this stuff and getting dressed up. And all of a sudden, we're in quarantine and everything changed. Um, even in our law firm, things changed. You know, people were focusing on their health, so they weren't necessarily calling, you know, attorneys for, for cases that they needed to resolve. So we took everything virtual. Um, on a professional level, we saw it as an opportunity to give back to our community by teaching people about estate planning. You know, during COVID, if someone ends up in the hospital without um, the proper estate planning documents, their family can really be in a very bad situation. Um, so we put together a virtual seminar, which we gave to the community for free about the importance of a will, a trust, a power of attorney for healthcare, and the power of attorney for property. Um, on a personal level, I've been doing appearances virtually, so I was invited by the Exceptional Women's Network to do a virtual appearance on the importance of women's entrepreneurship and talk about uh, my role as an attorney and uh, my journey of being a female entrepreneur. And I was also very recently invited to be um, a guest speaker to inspire young women as part of the Simply Destiny organization, nice. um, speaking to young women about the importance of performing arts and, and the importance of dance and how that really can help them um, pursue their, their dreams and achieve their goals. So I think we're all adapting. <laughs> no matter who you doing are, our best. we're all adapting, we're doing our best. And um, if we need to be virtual right now, that's, that's what we need to do. Very cool. Um, so the time is now 847. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Um, we've covered so much. What have we not covered yet? Well, yeah, I think it, I just want to, you know, reach out to those children in our community who maybe feel different than everyone else. You know, if they're going through um, a circumstance where they don't feel like they fit in or they're very shy. Mm -hmm. um, one personal example I can give is I grew up really shy. I wasn't this bubbly, outgoing person that I am today. So I grew up, like I said, at a time when there weren't a lot of other Indian Americans in my class. And because I felt different than everyone else, I didn't feel like I could be myself. And I became a very shy person. I really stopped talking and stopped, you know, being, um, going out there and, and making friends. So my parents saw this and they said, okay, we need to do something <laughs> for her. So they encouraged me to join the school's orchestra. So I started playing the violin in an elementary school. And through my participation in the orchestra, I made friends. I learned how to work on a team and I learned how to perform a piece of music in front of others. So I would encourage young people to get involved in performing arts, to get involved in dance, to get involved in music, because it's a great way to meet other children. It's a great way to be exposed to performing arts, be exposed to music, and it's a great way to be um, a confident person. You know, a lot of those lessons that I had growing up, dancing or um, playing the violin, I, I really take that with me into the courtroom today. Because when I'm standing there in front of the judge, I have to convince the judge the opposing counsel and my client that my position's correct. And that takes a tremendous amount of confidence. So all these lessons I had growing up doing performing arts, take that right to the courtroom with me every single day. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah, we've got um, we've got some candidates coming on for the judiciary. I like knowing those things. We'll need more time to discuss legal matters and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but I do kind of want to get your feeling. What is it like dealing with judges and dealing with uh, uh, opposing counsel and things like that? How is it easy to switch the light switch on and off? of being an attorney and having to fight and advocate for your client and then going to, you know, the food pantry and Right. I mean, I don't think it's really a light switch. I I am who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the biggest um, things I've learned by being an attorney is to always treat others with respect because I have cases after cases after cases with the same attorneys. So, you know, we're on the same side of the table at some point because we're all members of, of the bar. We're all members of... Um, the Bar Association, we're all colleagues, first and foremost. Um, secondly, you know, I do have to advocate for my client. So I use the facts that are given to me and use the law that's applicable and make sure that I'm advocating to the best of my ability to advocate for their position. But I think we have amazing attorneys in this community that are very respectful and very smart and very talented. And I get along with them really well. Good. I think the judges are amazing here too. I mean, the judges are attorneys. And they just, you know, chose to run for office and become elected as a judge or they, you know, applied for that position. But they are, they are first and foremost, they are attorneys. They're wonderful people. They're real people. They're relatable. Um, and they're very supportive of our individual goals. I mean, there's, there's several judges. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> After I won this title, I walked into court and I was really afraid to tell everybody that I had won this thing because I didn't know how they would react. Um, so I walked into court and we were sitting at a, at a pretrial conference which is um, just with the attorneys and the judge. And you know, the judge was kind of asking, well, how, how was everyone's weekend? And the judge got to me. And I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and the judge kind of said, well, I heard you won Miss Illinois. And I was like, oh my gosh. So they had, actually, no, they had heard <laughs> about it. I think one judge had sent an email to another judge and, and everyone kind of knew about it. So, but they're, they're so excited for me. They're so happy. And I think for a lot of attorneys, you know, once you get into your profession, you forget about your dreams. You forget about the hobbies you had outside of your profession. And I think for a lot of people, um, seeing me pursue my dreams has led to them, you know, wanting to pursue their dreams and whatever it may be. Maybe it was, you know, picking up a sport again or picking up a hobby again. It's never too late to do any of that stuff. We just can't get sidetracked by our profession and have this like one track tunnel mindset. So um, attorneys and judges are real people. They are nice people. They are amazing members of our community. Very and cool. it's it's nice that your peers are celebrating your successes. Like you could be battling each other, you yeah, know, they really today, are. tomorrow. But yeah, no, they've they've really been really supportive. I mean, it's been really hard for me to do um, both. You know, like I said, it's two full time jobs, but they're just so excited for me. They're like, oh, we saw you at this appearance, or um, you know, what have you been up to this weekend? And and a lot of them say, well, we're living vicariously. <laughs> through your experiences and um, the ladies in the Kane County Law Library um, they're so sweet every time I go there they're always asking me like well, what have you been up to and what have you been doing and we're just so happy for you so it's, it's been amazing it's 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 I love being an attorney I love going to work every day I love going to court I love what I do and I think there's a saying that says like if you love what you do you don't work a day in your life that's how I True. feel yeah nice all right well Time is now 8.52. Uh, our show ends on a positive note. Um, so what is something actionable and positive that the people of Aurora can take with them for today, Monday, and the rest of the week? Well, 
this is a great time to give back to your community. Um, although a lot of events are happening virtually, you get involved. Look at some of the organizations that are putting on events, um, as you mentioned earlier in the show, and just get involved in whatever way you can. Uh, maybe you can't be there physically, but um, reach out, donate, participate, be involved, and contribute back to this amazing community. Just because we have a pandemic going on right now doesn't mean you can't make a difference. You can't make a change, True. not only in your life, but in the lives of others. Well said. I like what you had said earlier, Monica, about getting involved and being this shy kid. Um, So I think that's something, too, that, you know, shout out to all the little girls and guys um, who want to get involved and don't feel like they have a place to get involved. Create your own. Like what you were saying with your your law firm. If there's something that you believe in or you want to get involved in, create your own platform and, and run with it. Absolutely. I mean, this is a time for, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are going through a very difficult time um, with COVID, you know, business is down. So I think, you know, it's really hard. But I think if you think outside the box, you come up with a way to innovate and um, just keep pressing forward. Sounds like Good Morning Aurora right there. (laughs) Speaking of entrepreneurs who (laughs) had to pivot and come up with a new idea. Yeah, got to got to diversify your bonds. Absolutely. All right. Well, this was a great conversation. Um, if you can, uh, any final shout outs or perhaps your social media, how people can uh, yes. see it. Yep. I would love if you would follow me on Instagram at Monica underscore Pottenkar. And that would be amazing. So if anyone has um, an appearance that they would like me to participate in, um, please reach out to me. You can um, find me on Instagram. Send me a message. I'll be happy to um, take a look at the message and see how I can help your organization. Is that the best way to reach out to you? Just like send you a message through Instagram or is, do you have like a email address strictly for appearances? Um, that would be the best way okay. to reach out to me. Yeah, I do check those messages. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right. And with that, this Monday episode, starting off to a strong week, strong week. We have Monica Pattencar, and we're glad to have her on Good Morning Aurora. Uh, for the rest of you folks, tune in tomorrow because we got another awesome, wonderful, excellent interview for you. And this week as well, we've got the North uh, Chief of Police of the North Rural Police Department coming on. Stay tuned for that. Not even going to let you know what day it is. You got to just, just keep your ears tuned in. And from Good Morning Aurora to yourselves, we hope that you have a very blessed, powerful, motivated, and great Monday. And a great week. And we'll see you here tomorrow at 8 o'clock a.m. on the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We out.